0: Hello and welcome to In The Loop, a podcast working in cooperation with Suffolk Votes and Suffolk University's Center for Community Engagement. The views and opinions expressed on In The Loop do not reflect the opinions of Suffolk University, the Center for Community Engagement, or Suffolk Votes. I'm Cam Sweeney. And I'm Andrew Gomes. In the top stories of this week, the Republican Party has officially won control of the House of Representatives, and Pelosi announces her future plans in Congress. Former President Donald Trump has announced his 2024 presidential bid, just as uh, the Department of Justice
1: names a special counsel and more. So in the news this week, the Republican Party, or the GOP, has won control of the House of Representatives. Senator McConnell easily keeps his position as minority leader against Ritz Scott. With a vote of 37 to 10, Kevin McCarthy was formally nominated by the House GOP, though with 36 votes against him, 31 of those votes went for Andy Biggs of Arizona, and the remaining five against McCarthy were write-in votes for other candidates. Some House Republicans have expressed that investigating the Biden administration is a priority for them when they will officially have control of the House in the 118th Congress in a few weeks. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California had tweeted in just 47 days House Republicans will have the gavel, and we will be prepared to hold the Biden administration accountable from day one. This comes as many of the GOP candidates who won their races for a seat in the House have expressed that they believe there is still much to be investigated about the president and his son, Hunter Biden.
0: And as these House leadership races are still ongoing, we also have some updates on the Democratic side of the House leadership races, um, in a speech before the House of Representatives, Speaker Pelosi announced that she'll be stepping down as the House Democratic leader, but will remain in Congress as an ordinary rank-and-file member. Um, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer is also falling suit and will step down from his post as Majority Leader, um, whereas the other of the big three leadership positions, Jim Clyburn, the House Majority Whip, is expected to run for the assistant Democratic leadership position. Uh, and this is pretty big. Um Nancy Pelosi has been the leader of the House Democratic Caucus for close to the past 20 years. Um, And so for for many members of Congress, I know there've been interviews where even Republicans in closed door sessions will express their sort of admiration for her. Uh, And for many members of Congress for their entire time, I forget the name of the representatives, but um, they said for their entire time in Congress, Nancy Pelosi was their boss. And this is a really big change now that she'll be leaving the leadership post. In the race to succeed her, uh, Hakeem Jeffries of New York is currently the favorite. He is the only candidate ahead of the November 30th vote. There's still absolutely time for that to change, for more candidates to kind of um, throw their hat into this ring. Uh, But as of right now, he is the favorite to succeed her. Uh, And if elected, it would be uh, another historic vote following the first female speaker with the first black man to hold party leadership role in either chamber of Congress. Moving forward from uh, the House of Representatives, we have former President Trump's 2024 presidential bid. He announced this from his home in Mar-a-Lago, Florida, in a rally that went on for a little over an hour. But notably here, there is a, a lack of enthusiasm from what we saw in 2020. Uh, two GOP mega megadonors um, have both pulled their support from Trump, instead favoring someone else to lead the Republican ticket in 2024, Um, Right now, Trump is the only major Republican who's announced his candidacy, but there are still a lot of donors saying that they'd prefer to see someone else. Uh, And we see this kind of reflected in prominent Republicans as well, who have stayed silent and refused to state whether or not they're going to be endorsing Trump immediately for another term. Uh, Among these are Richard Burr of North Carolina, Chuck Grassley of Iowa, and Tim Scott of South Carolina. They have all dodged questions about endorsing Trump. Also, with this recently has been uh, the former Speaker of the House, Paul Ryan, who has kind of coined this new term as calling himself a never again Trumper. He stated in this interview that while he did support former President Trump in 2016, he did note the Republican losses in the House and Senate in 2018, uh, obviously Trump's failed reelection in 2020, and then the less than stellar midterms in 2022. This is also all coming as Merrick Garland names special counsel Jack Smith, who was a public corruption and war crimes prosecutor of nearly 30 years to oversee this pair of criminal investigations that are currently involving former President Trump. These two are the January 6th investigations and the investigation into his uh, alleged mishandling of classified documents after leaving Office. This announcement by Attorney General Merrick Garland has immediately prompted pushback from the right wing of the Republican Party, uh, most notably from Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has already threatened to withhold appropriations, uh, meaning withhold funds from the Department of Justice for the special counsel's work, essentially working to use Congress's power of the purse, power of the Treasury, to withhold funding and to try and sort of delay this investigation from taking place.
1: Elon Musk reinstates Donald Trump's Twitter account over the weekend. Musk, who had bought Twitter for $44 billion last month, had asked Twitter users late Friday night in a poll if the former president's account should be reinstated, citing the Latin phrase, vox populi, vox dei, meaning the voice of the people is the voice of God. Over 15 million votes were cast on Musk's Twitter poll, with a resounding 52% of users voting in favor of reinstating Trump's main Twitter account. This comes nearly two years after Twitter had ultimately decided to ban the former president's Twitter account after the January 6th attacks on the U.S. Capitol in 2021. The social media platform believed his tweets had the potential to incite additional violence. Truth Social, the social media platform that Trump had created after being banned on Twitter, is still the former president's main outlet for connecting with his followers. So while Trump has been reinstated on Twitter, it's unclear whether he'll return or not.
0: And that kind of brings us to our final story, which is looking forward to the twenty twenty four presidential race. And while it's it is early, it's becoming increasingly clear that Trump is not going to take the Republican Party nomination for president unopposed. Um, so while he might end up winning it, I don't think this is going to be uh, an easy renomination for him. We had um, a GOP gathering of the Republican Jewish coalition in La- in Las Vegas this Saturday. Um, And that kind of expressed just how divided this field of Republican candidates might be in 2024. Notably from this, Governor Larry Hogan of Maryland, who is a long-term critic of Trump, called him an electoral loser, and Governor Sununu of New Hampshire just uh, stated that all he, so all Trump did, was emphasize his weakness during this meeting. Also here were many, many potential Republican challengers for 2024. Among them, and probably most talked about, is Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who was just reelected to a second term as governor by really wide margins. We also have former Vice President Mike Pence, who served under Donald Trump um, during his presidency, and he has not so secretly um, talked about his desires to run, though he hasn't made any official announcement. Also present there was Ted Cruz, a senator from Texas who spoke actually on behalf of the president, saying that he's not just going to disappear, um, but still to my knowledge, Senator Cruz has not endorsed Trump in the Republican nomination. Also there was Mike Pompeo, the former Secretary of State, uh, and Nikki Haley, the former governor of South Carolina and ambassador to the UN for two years under Trump. Uh, Essentially here, a huge gathering of potential Republican candidates in 2024, and we really won't know how the republican nomination
1: process plays out until it does thanks for listening and be sure to visit us at itlpodcast.com for more information and a complete list of where you can listen and also be sure to follow us at suffolk votes on instagram thank you and we hope you tune in next week